Amen. Paul the Apostle, every time he went to, went to stand before King Agrippa and everybody else, he, he didn't begin to show off his intellect though he had it. He didn't begin to show off great big swelling words though he had them. He said, let me tell you about a day that I was walking on the road to Damascus and I met the Son of living God on the road to Damascus. He changed my life. Amen. Yeah, yes, sir. Hello and welcome to the Victory Bible Podcast. Thank you for deciding to listen today and be a part of our listening family. We pray that everything is a great blessing to you. It's good to be at church, ain't it, man? Good for the Lord to be at church with us, though, too, ain't it, man? Amen. I like being at church, but if the Lord ain't at church with me, it ain't much, ain't much church to it, is it, amen? Amen. Well, I thought about I thought about reading Revelation 14. I was I was studying down through here Revelation 14. I'm gonna try to give what Lord has for us there in verse six. I'm just gonna give you one verse. I'm gonna preach. I'm gonna preach on. Give you one verse. I'm gonna preach on one word. So uh, you, you hang with me and you see where I'm going. But anyhow, verse number one or verse number six. I'm sorry, chapter number 14, verse six. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people. Lord, help me for a little while. I want to take, take that verse 6 where it says the everlasting gospel. And I, if Lord, help me, I want to preach on I put it on Facebook earlier and all that, but I'm going to preach on this. Thank you, Brother Mike. Sorry, brother. Amen. Well, better, it works better if Mike's on, don't it? Amen. Amen. I ain't never thought about that. Your name's Mike, and you, you work back in the sound room. That's a pretty good name for working back in the sound room, ain't it? Amen. Hey, but anyway, y'all forgive me. I got ADD. I used to have ADHD, and then I got old and lost hyper part of it. Amen. So anyhow, uh, but anyhow, anyhow I, I probably do got it. But anyway, uh, having, the, having the everlasting gospel, and uh, there's, there's four, there's, uh, no, there's five, sorry. There's four different good gospels and one bad gospel. And you hang with me. Don't judge me just yet, all right? Think of what the word gospel means, first of all. The gospel just means good news. The gospel is not the death, burial, and resurrection. The gospel is not talking about the not talking about just the way that I'm talking about the word now. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about the fact of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is the death, the burial, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. But there's five different gospels mentioned in your Bible. Five different places the Lord tells us about good news. About good news. So, Lord, help me. I want to try to preach on those for a little while and be a help to us. And if you'll hang with me, I believe you understand here in a minute. But the blessing in the Gospels. If Lord, help us, I'm going to preach on tonight. Father, I pray it help us. We're in Revelation 14, and I know you know that. We know why I said it. But, Lord, I pray it help us. God, help me preach the power and the presence of God. I know I have no ability, God. No doubt about that tonight, God. I have nothing, God. But, Lord, you did give me this thought. And, Lord, no doubt about it, it's in my heart. And, uh, Lord, we're supposed to be studying your word, God. Help me be a student of the Bible, God. Forgive me for the times I'm not, God. Lord, help me be a better student of the Bible, God. Uh, God, to put your word first in my life, in every area of my life, every day of my life. And, Lord, like Job said, Lord, that I'd esteem it better than my necessary food, God. Help us tonight, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I said the blessing in the Gospels. 
And again, I'm not I, the only way to heaven's by Jesus. The only thing that'll get you to heaven is the death, the burial, and the resurrection. Amen. Of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm not saying there's more than one way to heaven, but there is more than one gospel. There is more than one good news. So all through the Bible, we find we find the word gospel, and it, and it ain't always used in the same way. Like I, I'm going to show you first of all, and, I, and I'll give you all, all all five of them right before we get started. Now jump right on the first one. Uh, the first gospel you're going to find is the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel of the kingdom. If you remember, John, John the Baptist preached on the gospel of the kingdom. When Jesus came preaching, he preached the gospel of the kingdom. And then we find out later on that, that is the, that's the first gospel we're going to look at here in just a minute. But then you, got, you get looking at verse, uh, the next one is the gospel of the grace of God. Thank God. That's the one we got in on. That's that good news of the death, burial, and resurrection we're going to look at in a minute. But then, not only that, but the everlasting gospel. The everlasting gospel. That's what this angel's running around preaching. He's running around, running around getting to preach the everlasting gospel. Amen. Hey, listen to this. Not only that, but then Paul calls it in Romans 2 and verse 16, he calls it my gospel. My gospel. So, Lord, help us. I'm going to give you some of that thought. But then the last one is this. It's a negative. Another gospel. Another gospel. Galatians 1, uh, Paul's getting upset with him. He said, how come you're so soon removed from the, from the, from the Lord, from him, to another gospel? And he says, which is not another. Because there ain't no other gospel as far as in salvation. There's no other way to heaven than the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. What Galatians was doing, they was trying to uh, trying to add works to the grace of God. Amen. And that you had to say enough, uh, well, just about like Catholics, uh, just, uh, let's say enough hey, Mary, Hail Marys to say, stay saved. Read your Bible through enough times to stay saved. Uh, say enough religious words to stay saved. Uh, st keep enough commandments to stay saved. That Bible tells me and you that we are kept by the power of God. I'm not kept by my power. I'm kept by his power. Amen. Uh, we'll look at that later. But I'm going to give you these first two tonight. We'll, I'll give it next time. Next Wednesday night, uh, we'll go to the other three. Amen. But right here, I got to look at, first of all, like I said, uh, the, the gospel, the kingdom gospel. The gospel of the kingdom. And I wrote down this. And in that one, I seen, because I looked up the word gospel. The word gospel means good news. It mean, in fact, it don't just mean good news. It means good and joyous news. So the gospel, the word gospel is not just, it's not just talking about death, burial, and resurrection. The word gospel is anything that God's got to tell you that is good news. Amen. Listen to, listen to this, 2 Samuel 7 and verse 16. I'll give you that first, and we'll move along to this, this next one. 2 Samuel 7 and verse 16. When I find it, I'll read it. Amen. Second <laughs> Samuel chapter 7, verse 16. Listen to what the Bible says here in 7, 7 verse 16. And thine house and thy kingdom shall be established forever before thee. Thy throne shall be established forever. He's talking to David. He's talking to David in them verses. And he's letting David know that your throne's going to last forever. There's never going to come a day when there will not be someone on that throne. He's letting him know there's going to be somebody to retain that throne. And that is exactly what's going to happen. Amen. 
Uh, and he tells them later on that, uh, let me go ahead and say this, because somebody will say, well, Brother John, I got to read, and there is a time when there's nobody on the throne of David. I, I do understand that. But the Lord said in that same promise, later on down the road, he said, if Israel gets out of the will of God, then he will put them into captivity. He, he lets them know that. And they would not be anybody on the throne during that point in time. But I'm telling you, there's going to come a day that somebody will again take over the throne of David, and his name's Jesus. Amen. 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 Matthew chapter 4, listen to this, and verse number 23. The Bible says in Matthew 4, verse 23, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease uh, among the people. And I, I, I say this, Jesus come preaching the gospel of the kingdom. John had just got done preaching the gospel of the kingdom. You said, well, John, what's the gospel of the kingdom? A gospel of the kingdom is this. I wrote down this. It's good news. There is a promise. Good news. There is a promise. Jesus was letting them know, John the Baptist let them know, that there's coming a day that Jesus is going to sit on his rightful throne and rule and reign. Amen. He was letting them know there's a promise that's going to take place and Jesus is going to sit on the throne, amen. He's already on the throne in heaven. If you're saved, he's on the throne of your heart. But there's coming a day he's going to be on the throne of this planet, amen. He's going to be on the throne in the new Jerusalem, amen. Thank God it's going to be good. Listen, I'll tell you this. We saw his first coming of the Lord. That's when he was born in the manger. That's what he was. That's in Bethlehem. That, that, that's that's first of all. That's, that's the first coming of the Lord. Uh, let me let me help you here. Just uh, this always help you not to get confused with with uh, the the tribulation period and with the rapture and with the return of the Lord. There's a difference between the rapture and the return of the Lord. Amen. The rapture is when he comes in the sky and he meet and we meet him in the air. That, that's rapture. He never touches the ground in the rapture. But in the return of the Lord, after it's all said and done, he will touch foot on this planet again, and it will be in judgment. Amen. I wrote down this. The first, first time he came, he came as a baby in a manger. Second time he comes, he's going to come, Brother Tony, as a king on a throne. Amen. First time he came, he came as a savior. Second time he comes, he's coming as a judge. First time he came, he was mocked. Second time he comes, he'll be worshipped. Amen. First time he came, he came as a lamb. And the second time he comes, he comes as a lion out of the tribe of Judah. Amen. Thank God I'm telling you, he comes back second time. He ain't coming back to bleed. He's coming back to reign. Amen. He ain't coming back meek and humble. He's coming back bold like a lion. And he's taking over. Amen. Ain't that going to be good? Amen. Listen, if you're on his side, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Amen. If you're on the side of the Lord, you ain't got nothing to worry about. In fact, let me give you this. If you go back in, in Revelation chapter 1, or not chapter 1, chapter number 5, Bible says that he sees a lamb as it had been slain. But right before that, the angel said, he said, Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He told him, Look, there's a lion. Then when the man, when John looked, he saw a lamb. You say, why? Because he is a lamb to the believer and a lion to the unbeliever. Amen. He, he's, a, he's a destroying lion to an unbelieving world. But to us that are saved, he is precious. He is wonderful. He's the lamb of God that took away the sin of the world. Amen. Man, he's precious to us. Amen. He might be a lion to the world, but he's a lamb to us. Amen. 
Listen to this. Not only do we see the gospel of the kingdom in chapter 14, I believe we also, in the, in the verse we just read over in 2 Samuel 7, 16 and Matthew 4, 23, but I believe we also see the next gospel I want to look at is the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel of the grace of God. Listen to Acts 20, verse 24. If you want to go ahead and take your Bible to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 1, verse 1 now that's where we're going to be the rest of the service. If y'all want to stay there, y'all go ahead and head that way. Amen. But chapter number 20 of Acts, if you want to just listen to it here, chapter 20, verse 24. But none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Amen. What a privilege to do that too, Bob. What a privilege to get to do it. Uh, boy, I got, to, I got thinking about grace. Thank God for grace. Amen. If it wasn't for grace, you would not be saved tonight. If it wasn't for grace, no telling where you would be tonight if it was not for grace. Amen. Uh, where would you be tonight if it wasn't for the good grace of God that scooped you up when it did, forgave you when it, God forgave you when he did, changed your life when he did. If it would not have been for grace, where would you be tonight? Where would I be tonight? Man, a mess. In a mess tonight. I thought about grace. I wrote down this. One definition of grace is God's unmerited favor extended to man without any expectation of anything in return. Hey, that's a good definition. God reaching grace and favor and love out to you and don't expect nothing back from you. Amen. I want to give him something back, not just to, not to pay for my salvation, but to tell him I love him and thank him for saving me. Amen. Thank God he did. But now I thought about, I wrote down this as an acrostic of grace. You probably used it before, and I have too, but God's riches at Christ's expense. Amen. I got everything heaven's got to offer, and I got it all because of Jesus. Amen. You did too, by the way. If you're saved, you got everything heaven's got to offer, and you got it all at the expense of the Lord Jesus. Amen. I wrote this down. And you may have heard it if you have, praise the Lord. If you haven't, I'll give it to you now. But then I thought I read this about, about the illustration of grace. The grace of God is, is like a man who, who, who's, a, who's good at soccer or good at basketball or good at football. And he gets a trophy at the end of the year for being so great at whatever sport he plays. And that, that's, just, that's just a given. That's just the normal. He should get a reward. Uh, but grace is when a man's no good at football or no good at basketball and no good at soccer and no good at any sport, but they give him a great big trophy at the end of the year just because they wanted to. That's grace. Amen. Listen, the regular is that when a man works a job, he gets wages. He gets paid for working a job, a nine-to-five job every week. He gets paid to work. But grace is when a man can't work and, when God, and still gets paid the same amount. Amen. That's grace. Hey, listen, when a man is awarded for being an upstanding citizen, that, that, that's just the norm. If, you, if you're a real good upstanding citizen, uh, you get rewarded. You get stuff on the wall. But uh, when a man's been nothing but a low life and he ain't never done nothing good and he, he ain't never lived right and he ain't never done right, he ain't never treated his neighbors good, he ain't never been a good citizen, but he still gets the same award. That is grace, amen. Grace is you getting what you do not deserve, amen. I'm glad for mercy that didn't give me what I did deserve, but thank God for grace that'll give me what I don't deserve. Thank God for grace. 1 Corinthians 15 says this. He says, moreover, 
We're talking about the good news. There is a promise. That's what we talked about first. I want to give you this good news. It's provided. What's provided? Salvation. Amen. That salvation is provided in this gospel. Listen to 1 Corinthians 15. He said, moreover. That moreover means I got something more important to say than what I just got done saying. So what did he just get done saying? Well, a big old long list. And then he says, let all things be done decently. And oh, he's telling them how to act in church. He just got done telling them in chapter 14, this is how you're supposed to act in church. This is how you're supposed to do it. And then in verse number, verse number 1 of chapter 15, Brother John, he stopped and says, moreover, he said, I got something way more important to tell you. I believe you ought to act right in church. He said, well, man, I'm telling you that me and you got something better to tell than that. Can I tell you tonight, man, I love preaching. I love preaching the Bible. Amen. I done sucked in there. I know it. Amen. Y'all pray for me. Amen. Do that. Anyhow, I done became wind-sucking preacher tonight. Anyhow, be all right. I don't know if that's a hiccup or what that was. But anyway, be all right. But listen, might as well call it out. It was funny. But anyhow, listen to this. Moreover, moreover, it's a priority. It's a priority. Greater than anything you're going to teach. Uh, can, I, can I tell you something, teachers, and everybody in here tonight, man, always teach the whole Bible, teach the whole counsel of God, but, yeah, but you always want to make sure the gospel gets in there somehow. Yeah. Amen. Because yeah. you never know when somebody's lost, somebody's on their road to hell, yeah. somebody needs to hear the gospel, and they need to be saved. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Somebody asked George Whitfield, said, I've got to ask you a question. He, he preached that message he preached. That was a, that was a uh, world, world-known message on born again. You must be born again. And some, some flappy jaws come to him and told him, said, hey, I'm getting about sick and tired every time I come hear you. That's all you got to say. Why do you preach that message? Because you must be born again. Amen. It's not a maybe. It's not a maybe you'll get in there if you don't know. You must be born again. You go to hell if you don't got it. That's why he preached it all the time. Because he said, moreover. Man, it's a priority. The gospel is a priority. Listen, I, I'm all for other kinds of preaching. I'm all for preaching the whole counsel of God. And I will preach uh, and Sunday morning, Sunday night. I, I got a different message. That Lord, help us with both of them. Amen. I, I pray the Lord will help us with it. And I'm sure the gospel will get shared in the middle of it. But it's really not a gospel message unless the Lord changes my mind. Uh, but I say, I'll have to say this. Uh, man, I still want to make sure we share the gospel around here. Moreover, moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you. I wrote this down. Uh, not only the priority of the gospel, but then also the Bible says, which also ye have received. I, I thought about the price of the gospel. Ain't you glad the gospel didn't cost nothing? I'm glad it didn't cost me nothing to get saved. Not a, not a thing to get saved. No, I didn't have to pull out my wallet. I didn't, I didn't have to try to pull out my good works. I didn't have to uh, pull out my good boy card. I mean, I, I, mean, I, just, I, I had nothing to give. I, I had nothing to offer. I'm like Malia sings that one song on the, I, I've come by the way of the cross, Brother Tony. I had nothing to offer God. I had, I had nothing to give him that night when I got saved. I had not, nothing to uh, really pull out and brag about on the Lord. But I had nothing to give him but a broken life and a ruined heart. But ain't you glad God's in the business of taking yeah. broken lives and yeah. broken hearts and doing something with them? Yeah. I'm glad he is. Yeah. 
Now I'm glad the price wasn't nothing. I didn't have to do anything to get it. I just had to ask it. I just had to receive it. Amen. Yeah, my Bible said when that, that jailer come out, and he said, he said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? Brother John, he didn't say, well, you got to join a good church and you got to read your Bible through the year and, and you got to pray three or four times real quick and, and you got to repent of this first. Or you got to get that junk out your life first before you can get saved. No, you come to God, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Hey, it's simple, amen. Amen. Only people that make it difficult is preachers that don't want to say it right. Amen. 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 It's truth. I do not want me a preacher that muddies the waters of getting saved. Amen. 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 And I'm all for I believe in repentance and I believe in faith. I believe you come to God the right way, you'll come with a repentant heart. The Bible says godly sorrow worketh repentance. Then the Bible says we'll put faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. That we'll believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, we'll be saved. Amen. Yeah. I'm glad it's simple. Amen. Yeah. Repent, yeah. believe. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. That's all we got to do tonight. Yeah. Repent, believe. Thank God for doing that. Amen. Listen to this. Knowing the price of it is it's free. It was received. But then the partaking of it, listen to this. Or not the partaking of it, the place of it. Listen to this. The Bible said, and wherein... You stand. If you thought Memphis was cool, Graceland with God is a whole lot better. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I'm talking about Graceland with the Lord's a lot better than Graceland in Memphis. Somebody say yeah. amen. Yes, amen. Yes. amen. I'm not even bad-mouthing Elvis. I'm just saying this. You can't beat grace with Jesus. Amen. Yeah. I'm in the land of grace. Amen. Yeah. Right, listen, in the land of grace, you can look back at your past and you can't see nothing. Woo. Amen. Hallelujah, ain't that right? Man, you're in the land of grace. You look back in the past and can't see a blessed thing because it's gone. Amen. Thank God for grace. Thank God for living in grace. Amen. Listen, if you're breathing right now, you're breathing in the grace land of God. Amen. You're breathing in God's grace land. Amen. Ain't nothing ever beat that land. Nothing. Nothing. It's free, free admission. You get in free. You get to stay free. You get listen, you get to go home and be with Jesus when it's all said and done. I'm telling you, Graceland's a good land. Thank God for Graceland. In the gospel, thank God, we're standing in it. We're standing in it. Listen, I can like Brother Tony said a long time ago, Brother Tony, when I first come here to pastor, Brother Tony took his Bible and he said, I can take a page of this Bible that shares the gospel. Tear it out, tear it out of well, any page, honestly. Tear it out this Bible. Lay it, on, lay it over hell and stand on it. Ain't no way I'm going to fall into hell. I agree with that. I got a place to stand. I stand on this right here. Amen. I stand on this Bible and nothing else. Amen. And I, I ain't falling into hell. And if you're saved, you ain't either. If you stand on this book, you can't go to hell. Amen. You've been saved. You stand on this book. You ain't going to hell. Ain't no way. Listen to this. Partaking of the gospel. And I'm about to throw you hang with me just a moment here. Partaking of the gospel. Bible said this, by which also ye are saved. Keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. Can I say this? I got it. I got it before I gave it to anybody else. Amen. 
I got him before I gave him drugs. And, and, and you know the thing about this, when you get the gift of salvation, you, it's the only gift you can give away. It don't ever go away from you. Amen. <laughs> Listen, if I go to Walmart and I buy somebody a present tonight, if I give it to you the next day, I ain't got it no more. Hey, blessed, I got Jesus that night I got saved. But I can go out knocking on doors, lead somebody to Jesus, them get Jesus, and me still keep Jesus. Amen. Is that, 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 that wasn't too, I didn't say too much, did I? Amen. That sounds pretty much right, don't it? I didn't confuse that. Listen, I can give it to somebody else, and I still got him. I was preaching in Sunday school out long ago, or teaching in Sunday school out long ago, Exodus chapter 12. And that Bible said, Brother John talked the same thing in the younger people in Sunday school class. But that Bible says in Exodus 12, when they got to looking at the lamb, said, If the household be too little for the lamb, I said, Boy, it doesn't say it the other way around. You don't find what the Bible says. If the lamb is too little for the household, that ain't what it said. It said, If the household be too little for the lamb, share it with your neighbor. Amen. Listen, I'm going to tell you tonight, I got so much Jesus. I got so much of the Lord. And you did too when you got saved. You ought to tell somebody else and share the Lamb with somebody else. Amen. Thank God for getting it yourself. If you're going to witness to somebody, you're going to share the gospel with somebody, make sure you got yourself first. Amen. Amen. I'm glad I've partaken, ain't you? And I'm glad I have, I'm glad I got a hold up myself. Let me give you this and I'm done. The presentation of the gospel. Presentation of the gospel. What is it? Well, it's not Aunt Susie's home remedies for sin. That ain't what it is. It ain't even the Baptist way, friend. It ain't even the Methodist way. It ain't the Catholic way. It ain't, it, ain't no, it ain't no other way but Bible way. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I tell you why I'm saved. I'm saved because of what the Bible said. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Unless I'm saved. I mean, I'm talking about saved. Thank God saved because of what this says. Listen, the Bible said, For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died. What, what did he receive? He received the gospel. What is the gospel? Uh, how that Christ died for our sins. That's part of the gospel. According to the scriptures. Listen, you, you say, Brother John, we, me and my kids were listening to this show here and there, and, and one thing they said was this. They said, don't, don't start trying to make arguments without using this Bible. You say, Brother John, they, they don't believe the Bible. Who cares if they don't believe the Bible? I do. Yeah, man. And I have no other way to argue it. I'm not, I'm not leaving. They made, a, they made an illustration. I'm going to get back to this. They made an illustration. They have two knights are there with swords getting ready to fight. One night sits there and says, hey, could you put your sword down because I need to talk to you and you having that sword makes me not be able to talk to you and then I need to talk. No, no, absolutely not. That's like somebody saying, put your Bible down. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it physically. No, no, I, I trust this. I trust this. This is what I live by. This is what I die by. This is my life is spent in this book. My faith is in this book. Amen. If I go to hell, I'll go to hell trusting this book to take me to heaven. Amen. And by the way, if you do that, you can't go to hell. Hey, I tell you, you can't go to hell if you've done that. Amen. I say hallelujah on that. Amen. You trust this book, you ain't going to hell. 
It, I ain't switching. I ain't, I ain't trying to win an argument by trying to go physical. No, that, listen, God is true. His word is true. What he says is right. Amen. We don't, we don't need a bunch of arguments of philosophers. Let's tell them what the Lord did. Brother Jacob, I, I, I'll tell you, Brother Jacob told me the other day, Brother Jacob, I, I'm saying something good about you. Amen. Brother Jacob told me, I think it was Tuesday, Brother Thomas was out there knocking on doors yesterday. Brother Jacob said, I, I wouldn't go witness to him, but all I can do is tell him, I, I don't know, I'll just tell what the Lord done for me. I said, Jacob, I see it. That's it, brother. That's all, that's all any of us are supposed to do. Amen. Paul the Apostle, every time he went to, went to stand before King Agrippa and everybody else, he, he didn't begin to show off his intellect, though he had it. He didn't begin to show off great big swelling words, though he had them. He said, let me tell you about a day how that I was walking on the road to Damascus and I met the Son of living God on the road to Damascus. He changed my life. Amen. Yeah, yes, sir. Man, he wasn't trying to impress nobody. He's just glad he got in. Thank God. I'm glad I got in, ain't you? Amen. Yeah, I might not be able to give you some words. You've got to run back to your house and grab your dictionary up and say, my soul. That preacher doesn't say a big old word, Brother Daniel. I don't even know what it is. Man, he's impressive. No, I didn't impress you. I ain't got no, I ain't got no words that long in my vocabulary. But I am glad I am saved. Amen. Yeah, and I'm yeah. glad he loves me. Amen. Listen, you said, well, y'all know what? Tell them. Tell them Jesus died for them. Tell them he's buried. Tell them he rose again for them. And they can be saved. Amen. That's what that Bible said. It said how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. Now, can I tell you this? This wasn't even in my outline, but I just got it. Amen. Praise. For the gospel. So what do you mean praise for the gospel? I believe you come on piano. I, I thought about what Paul said was this. You know what Paul said? He said, I therein do rejoice at the preaching of the gospel. Amen. Now, I, I mean, when I first got saved, boy, I, I remember going to a lot of different camp meetings. And man, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about rough as a cob camp meetings. I'm talking about preaching on everything that moved and moved stuff to preach on. Amen. I mean, they preached against they preached against wire rim glasses. They preached against hairspray. I've heard them preach against tums. Malia said one time we was here and preach against tums. She said, "Praise God! I wish they'd get a pregnancy heartburn like I did." Praise God! They want a tum big as the world. Amen. But they kept on preaching against everything. I'm going somewhere. You hang with me. Man, they got talking about dress standards. And they got talking about which Bible you ought to use. And by the way, I'm 100% King James Bible only. Amen. We ain't no other version. We stand straight with that book. Amen. But I'll tell you something tonight. If you'll shout over that book, that's the King James Bible. If you'll shout over that, and by the way, you should. If you shout over dress standards, and we ought to. If we'll shout over the rest of that stuff, and we ought to. And we ought to say amen to Bible truth. But I'm telling you, if we'll shout over that. But we won't do like Paul said. And shout over the death and the burial. And the resurrection of the living Lord. Amen. We have missed it in our Christianity. I'm not just worshiping. All the, all the other stuff. I'm worshiping the one who gave us life. Amen. He died, buried, and he rose on the third day. Hebrews said that he could not be holding of death. 
Death couldn't hold him. Hell couldn't stop him. Devil couldn't keep him. Amen. He came out victorious. He discarded all them garments. You know why he discarded them, Brother Thomas? He didn't need them no more. Nobody got to borrow a tomb because he wasn't going to use it long. Amen. And when he got up, he ain't never died again. That's the difference between Lazarus and Jesus. And that little that boy that died when his mama was weeping by his casket and he had to die again later on. That little girl that died had to die again later on. Lazarus had to die again later on. But the Bible said when he rose, he ever liveth. He ever liveth. I said he ever liveth to make intercession for believers. He's alive tonight. He'll always be alive. There'll never be a day that our Jesus will not be alive. When he got out of the grave, it was over. All of it was done. He victoriously came out and left my sins in hell where they belonged to go to. Amen. My sins are gone. Yours are too if you're saved. We got a place right in the middle of Graceland. Best land in the whole world. Ain't nothing no better than being saved. We look at them first two gospels. I'll tell you, there's three more. But man, them first two are pretty awesome. Thank you again for tuning in to the Victory Bible Podcast. Hope you'll uh, check us out on Facebook and YouTube where we got a much more services that you can tune in and listen to. Maybe a blessing to you. And I hope you're having a great day. Hope the rest of your day goes great. Thank you for taking time to listen. May the Lord bless you.